Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Loss at Home podcast. My name is Jeremiah. Scott is not in this week because we are about to roll out a pre-recorded episode. We recorded about a month ago on February 25th, if I do recall. It is a special kind of faux debate episode where uh, Scott plays the moderator. My Our friend Nick plays a uh, anti-Trump individual, which is probably pretty much aligned with how he actually feels, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, and uh, I got to, I drew the short straw, and uh, I get to try to be pro-Trump, uh, which means, and here's a little disclaimer, and I reiterate this a few times throughout so people don't think I'm a monster, is uh, I, I uh, double down on some pretty ridiculous stances throughout, so just please uh, don't hate me for what I what I say. It's for comedic purposes. Uh, hopefully, those of you who listen to the podcast and have listened for a while know that, uh, well, you know, I don't actually feel that way, and uh, I am clearly doing it, hopefully, to get some chuckles out of folks and to just point out that uh, how ridiculous some of these political stances on either side actually are. But before we get into the debate, we are have the pleasure, uh, once again, of talking to Mr. Jay Moulton from Moulton Conventions, and uh, if the name sounds familiar, it's because because you may have either heard him on our podcast talking about his uh, ventures, or you may have been to one of his ventures, specifically Vermont Comic Con, where Lost at Home podcast has had the pleasure of tabling a couple of years. And um, he's a great guy and runs an awesome show. And he actually has a new piece, a new show coming up this uh, Saturday and Sunday, April 1st and 2nd, called the Green Mountain Comic Expo. It's the first of its type around the area, Barry Montpelier area. Uh, so if anybody is around the Barry Montpelier area, Burlington, anywhere around Vermont, or wants to take the trek in, totally worth the uh, the drive-in. It's uh, Green Mountain Comic Expo. And, uh, well, we're going to be talking with Mr. Jay Moulton in just a little bit about uh, the specifics of that. Jay Moulton is about to talk to us about the Green Mountain Comic Expo upcoming, and uh, just we kind of just chew the fat for a little bit, just uh, shoot the shit and have some fun. So without further ado, Mr. Jay Moulton, and then stay tuned after that for the debate episode. I also want to say for all our tune-in listeners, this is most likely going to go in over an hour, so you might get cut off at about the hour mark as we're chit-chatting about random debate stuff. You can, of course, always find us, Lost at Home Podcast, on iTunes as well if you want to listen to the rest of it. So let's listen to Mr. Jay Moulton. All right, we are here once again with Mr. Jay Jay Moulton of Moulton Conventions, who is putting on uh, the Green Mountain Comic Expo that's coming Saturday and Sunday, April 1st and 2nd. Uh, also, you've probably uh, heard Jason on the show and hopefully actually seen him on, at his shows from his uh, Vermont Comic Con that we've been to, and they've been friggin' awesome. So we're really happy to be back for uh, kind of a different style convention this time. But let me go ahead and welcome you back, Mr. Jay Moulton. Thank you, man. It's good to be here. I love the show. It's my favorite podcast. Oh, well, you have to say that, but I totally believe you because I can see it in your eyes. Man, it can uh, be just because it's an uncensored show. I, like, I, I tell you guys before, I had a radio show for years, and you know, I kind of miss doing it, but I can live vicariously through you guys. I actually do listen to your podcast. That's very cool, man. Appreciate it. And uh, live vicariously as you will. Uh, as the listeners may not have seen because they're not watching, uh, we are absent Scott today. Uh, Scott uh, apparently, uh, well, hell, he got cancer and died this morning, so uh, I'm going to go on without him. To be honest, we really miss him. Uh, I, I mean, I did for a second. I was like, oh, no, is that sad? And I was like, nah, it's not really. Because I was like, I, you know, I've had all these uh, ideas for the show about, like, where I want to go with it, like a poop of the week and stuff like that, that he's been like, no, we got to keep it classy. And uh, so now I'm going to be able to run with it. But, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm glad that he's not here and we can chat about uh, Green Mountain Comic Expo um, coming up uh, in, in Barry this weekend. And I wanted to first uh, just kind of give a, a, a quick 
pick your brain a little bit about how yeah, this but- is. Uh, I mean, what what can people expect from Green Mountain uh, Comic Expo that is the same as uh, Vermont Comic Con versus what is different than what they may have seen in uh, other cons? Well, I mean, I'll do differences first because obviously that's what everybody wants to know. Like, what's the difference between these shows? Is it just the name? No, it's a completely different show. I mean, we will have gaming and cosplay, comics, artists, vendors. We've got some attraction. Just much like Vermont Comic Con, we don't have any celebrities at this show except for me uh, and you guys. So, no, my, my big thing is I've heard to, um, and over the last few years, when you when you go to shows, when you hear about shows, when you tell and just read about them on Facebook or whatever, you, you learn that the celebrity fact of the show is something that people don't really know about. Like, the average fan doesn't know how that works. But it's also kind of a disservice to the artists and the vendors and everybody else, and even the attendees that are there. Good to have celebrities, not to overdo it. I mean, for example, <clears throat> and this is a, a one I saw recently. Uh, I was sent a contract for a high-profile member of the Walking Dead cast. Now, people email me at least once, twice a week saying, hey, you need to get Andrew. I'm thinking, you need to get a fucking clue, man. Well, um, so anyway, if you're, you're going to book Andrew Lincoln, this is to put it to rest, hopefully forever, because I do get at least once or twice a week, and that with a Robert Downey Jr. mixed in. To book a celebrity, it's going to cost you a minimum for, for a no-guarantee celebrity, which means they come to the show, whatever they make, they make. You don't owe them anything. Uh, they come with guarantees, which are basically what they want to earn. So just to book, let's say, a Power Ranger, for example, if there are no guarantee, um, it would cost you roughly $1,000 out of your pocket to get said person to the show, feed them, and get them a hotel for a couple nights. That's the reality of celebrities. So when you talk Walking Dead, I know I'm going way off tangent, but I want to put this question. No, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, so let's say Andrew Lincoln or Norman Reedus or something like that. I mean, great people have him. I don't want him at the show because of the cost. I mean, it costs $75,000 guarantee. So you're taking that out of your pocket, which you're actually passing off to your attendees. Um, you also have to book six first-class flights for them and their staff, six suites for them and their staff, an open per diem, which means they'll eat steak and lobster and put on your bill all day, and an open bar. That's got to double the cost, probably. I mean, minimum, talking $150,000 to $2,000 per big guest. So unless you, unless your name is Rockefeller or whatever, <clears throat> don't don't even bother. Uh, I mean, we're I like to book people that are a little bit. Lower end because yes, it's a affordable thing. But I don't want people that come into my show paying, you know, four hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, hundred dollars for the weekend. I don't want people to do that. So the difference between the shows, getting way the hell back to that, <laughs> is that there are no celebrities at the show. But we are providing a a more introspective, or I guess, uh, just more full look at the backbone of the Comic Con industry, which is the artist, the vendor, uh, the people that are more or less not the non-celebrity show people, like the gaming people. Um, we like to have a little bit of an appreciation show. So that's what this really is. It's a show that will have us appreciate as, as fans or attendees or even myself as the owner, the people that work day in, day out, live in town, create their craft. Um, you know, like we'll have Cliff Rathburn, who's on The Walking Dead uh, comic, as opposed to a zombie that's going to show up. You know what I mean? I think it's uh, that makes me geek out even more. So this is more of like, the, the, I wouldn't say the true fan, because that's kind of like a douchey thing for me to say. It's for the fan that um, wants to go to a show that's a little bit more intimate without the celebrity factor, uh, and they can gain a better appreciation for what's out there in art, gaming, cosplay. I mean, there's a lot going on at this show, uh, much like Vermont Comic-Con. We, it's kind of like Vermont Comic-Con light, I guess you'd call it. We just don't have the celebrity factor. But we do have some good attractions. We've got the, the car for the kit from Knight Rider. We've got the TARDIS. 
We've got a nerd magician that will be on stage three shows a day. Some great headlining artists like Bill Anderson, Dustin Warburton, Cliff Rathburn, Blair Shedd, uh, and many others. Uh, a lot of great vendors, uh, a terrific eatery, because this is a first for me. I control the, the cafe downstairs and who I want to be there. And, uh, we've got an AT&T lounge for a charging station. There's a lot of gaming downstairs, a whole lot of gaming. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of low-key, we'll see how it goes in Barry sort of show. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, the thing that you touched on that uh, I was curious about at first, I mean, not after we, we talked about the differences of this show, uh, you know, quite a while ago and how it would go down. Um, and I did respect the fact that instead of just saying, hey, we had such great success with Vermont Comic Con, let's, you know, do it twice a year and kind of two identical shows, which to me is, has, uh, you know, I've been to shows like that and it kind of waters down the experience of one or the other. And sometimes kind of, I wouldn't say alienates people, but it makes people feel like, you know, which one should I go to? Am I going to get jafted if I go to this one, not the other one? Are they getting uh, greedy and, and I'd, I'd really like the appreciation to the artist so you're doing something a little bit different and a little bit of a different location uh, with a little bit of a different uh, gist to it but still totally respecting the, the crafts and the geeks and all that kind of stuff but giving them something different and a reason to go to both yeah I mean the, the big thing for me is when I go to a Boston or New York and they're great shows don't get me wrong Rhode Islands and Alamos and things like that whatever show you like to go to Montreal whatever man they're all really good shows in their own right my show is just my brand. It's different. Um, I'm more of a comic fan than a pop culture actor, you know, fanatic, star fucker, if you want to call it that. Um, I don't really, I, I don't really get excited when I meet celebrities. I get excited when like, Nick Bradshaw came to my first show. I love his work. Or Dan Parent comes to my show. You know, name the artist, local, Greg Giordano, Mike Wagner, all those guys are terrific. Uh, even the people that make toys or sculpt, like you know. Uh, Imagination Asylum. I get excited when those people show up. You know, even the vendors like Pat Lankwell, they show up and I, I know there's something exciting they're all bringing and that it, it, this will bring it more to the forefront. So instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to wait in line and meet this person, now you can just say, wow, there's a lot of stories out there that are created by people in Vermont and surrounding areas. And we've got nationally you know, published artists but and, and writers, but I, I want people to learn what's what else is there? Like if you're at the, let's say you're at, you know, Earth Two Comics in Newport, and which it's a shameless plug, like you wouldn't believe. Good guys, um, let's say you go there and they're out of, I don't know, Harley Thirty or something. I don't know, whatever, whatever bullshit you want to do, you know, to each his own. But um, then you see this one that says Hunted. Like, oh, that looks different. It's a local. It's, oh, it's it's local. Oh, well, I want to read this. That's what I want people to do. I want them to take a chance on, on a new title from a local creator or sculpting or whatever they're selling. Um, you know, they work hard day in, day out, year after year. They don't come in on a first-class flight, throw a trash bag full of money and say, fuck the community. You know, we're mo this is more of a community-based show. I mean, we do help out charities like we do at Vermont Comic-Con. We're supporting Our House, which is a friend of charity for Mary. Um, we're doing a lot more local-based stuff. We're, we're, we're showing... In my in my little way, taking the stigma out of Barry, because I, I hear from everybody what a what a shithole it is. I can tell you, it's completely not that way. Yeah. And yeah. I, my favorite city of Vermont, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, and, and, I mean, I, I grew up around uh, around the area, and it definitely it, it it's funny because it's it's slowly, and I think having shows like yours come in are you know slowly kind of tearing that stigma away because that stigma is there, even though that actually hasn't been the case for Barry for quite a while. They've really done a great job revitalizing the downtown and things like that. And part of it, they've got great breweries, great restaurants, and things. And part of it is bringing in you know uh, different activities like what you have, and hopefully you know like you said giving back to the community. And as far as the creative community, the thing I really like 
like about what you're doing is people are still going to have, I'd say, probably just as good of a time at either convention. It's just going to be a fun hell of a time. They're going to be with like-minded people. And the thing about putting the, uh, uh, kind of centering it on the artist is that when I go to a big or maybe not me. I mean, I, I usually still gravitate toward the, you know, the little stuff at the uh, at the big cons and stuff like that. But when uh, well, a lot of people might like save their money to go to one, you know, big con, and so they're spending, you know, twenty bucks on this inner uh, on this. Uh, uh, signature and on this one over here and there's not as much uh you know left over to to pick up that little four dollar book or five dollar print or something like that from a local artist whereas when it's centered on them here that's kind of what people are going for and they can you know bring the you know their the few bucks they've saved and i can hopefully discover something different and there are so many amazing creative people around vermont as you know and really new england in general regionally to come in and populate this so i'm really looking forward to that vermonters you guys are blessed you have the best creators in the country, in my in my opinion. Many people, the Vermont creators, who are a, a big group in Vermont, they've got lots of members. They fill up, you know, a couple of rows easily at my shows, and they're they're all there for more than just their stories or their art. They're there to be good resources and good mentors to people who want to learn how to create their own comic. I mean, I released my first one um, last Vermont Comic Con, and. You know, it, it's just doing one. I wanted to blow my freaking head off. But, <laughs> uh, next one on Comic Con, but um, just to see what they do in the process that they go through, which we highlight in our panels. I mean, we have a lot of panels that you won't see at other shows. I mean, yes, we'll have our traditional Doctor Who panel because now we've got another Doctor Who person on board for a guest. So we're going to do another Doctor Who panel, but we will have. Um, you know, a creator panel, you know, like a writer's panel, which I'm, I'm very honored to be a part of. Um, yeah, it's my show. I could throw myself anywhere, but, you know, I don't run the panels. I don't do the programming. So when when Johnny C., the, the master of ceremonies, asks you to be in a panel, you just do it. You just run panels in the country. Um, we also have a new kids panel that I'm doing for the first time ever called Always Be a Superhero that teaches the kids how to be a hero in their home or community without kind of wearing a cape and towel, just being an everyday superhero. So we've got a lot of different things that we have at the show, um, but man, we've got we've got a lot of great lineup. Like you said, you're gonna have just as much fun, and I think you will, because if you go to a show for the right reasons, which is to, now let's face it, it has nothing to do with comics. Has nothing. The reasons have nothing to do with comics. They have nothing to do with pop culture. <clears throat> you go to a place where you feel welcome, where you can be a geek, be with, like you said, like-minded people. But it's it's the experience. It's not really. You know, hey, there's Hulk 181 or something, which is cool too. But if that's all you're getting out of it, you're not getting my shows. If you want to get my shows, it means you're in there, you're happy, you feel welcome, you're not judged. And if you are, I'm kicking the other person's ass out. Um, you're, it's just to, to meet people and to create a social network and you know, be part of the geek. I mean, that's if I see if people come to my show and they get that then they get the reason I'm doing the show. I want a safe place and a fun place and a non-judgmental place. Unless we're talking about Scott here, and I'll judge him all I want. But it's a place where if people actually get the point of the shows that I'm trying to do, it's not just a comic I don't. I almost want to change my name because it should be something completely different. I want it to be the you know Vermont All-Inclusive Geek, but it would be a long, long title. But um, I just want people to have a place that's affordable, that is interactive, something always happening. There's, there's no bullshit. I mean, you can be a geek and be proud to be who you are. I don't care if you're cosplayer, artist, furry, gamer. It doesn't matter if you if you want to come hang out. And we don't judge. We welcome everybody. So that's really the point of my shows. It's taken actually taken me, you know, a couple of years 
figure out that that's what my shows are built around. And, you know, damn, I, I was, I couldn't have been more like patting the back to myself after I found that out. I'm like, dude, that's, it's kind of like my thing, you know, I, I want to make sure that that's the way this is, our little society of geeks are in Vermont. Because I know in other places it's a, it's a they're clicky and they're, it's full of drama, and I don't want that. I want everybody to be on the level playing field where the artists, the vendors, the celebrities, the, the attendees, everybody's a rock star in my book. You know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't funny that. So you know, that's that's what makes Barry different. Makes it and Barry as as a community has really welcomed me in the last year, and of course the Civic Center people, Jeff and Renee, they're amazing people who really bent over backwards to have me go there and do a show. So I'm. You know, the whole community is as it was. I mean, even, you know, one of the biggest guys in the town calls me today saying, hey, can't wait this weekend. I'm so happy with what you're doing. You know, that's that's kind of like, you know, the days where you say, well, fuck, man, I, I don't even know why I wake up today. So many, <laughs> so many calls, so many things to do, and then you get a phone call like that, even if it's from a mom or the selectman or the mayor or or just anybody. You know, when they say, dude, I can't freaking wait. My kids are so excited. But that's what I That's what I do with it. Well, yeah, that kind of recharges your batteries, and uh, and you were talking about, you know, the I, I guess getting on the topic of locations here. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about the potential uh, or possibly inevitable switch in location for the actual big one, the Vermont Comic Con, uh, coming up. And uh, so I wanted to just kind of pick your brain about that, and uh, and also give you a chance to maybe shout out any of the other conventions. You've got a ton of them that you're doing. Uh, you know, talk about a little bit of those. Dude, I got so much so much stress. I'm looking. At- I got like this huge freaking pimple sitting here. <laughs> name this thing. I'm gonna name it Scott. That's Scott, yeah. <laughs> It'll be gone by Friday, thank God. But I'm sitting there going, "Wow, I look like an idiot on this camera." Thank God nobody can see me. Oh, it's like there's so much stress that comes with the show. But yeah, I mean, the reason I started Vermont Comic Con, or the reason I started in Burlington, was because I didn't know a damn thing about Vermont. To be honest with you, completely fresh. I was just a, a flatlander, or whatever you guys want to call it. Um. You know, I said, oh, there's, I was kind of, you know, off my rocker one day and said, well, okay, great. I'm hanging out with the boys around a lot of beers and I'm like, oh, screw this con. They just they treat people like crap. I saw somebody do this and do that. No, nobody did say anything about it. They're not doing it right. I'm going to start one in uh, Vermont, Vermont Comic I've never heard of Vermont Comic Con. So I'm going to try that. Why not? See if I can do it. You know, I mean, I'm already pro- fairly proficient in business. So let's try that. And so it's kind of like a drunken night. It's like being on Lost at Home. So next morning I, I called LegalZoom and I got everything done and called call my lawyer as well and got everything done. But you know, everybody thinks Vermont. They think Burlington. You know, that's like the melting pot. And it's it is a nice place. Don't get me wrong. But to me, it's getting to be like Montreal South, where there's just too much going on. And my, my it's not them. My brain just can't handle it. Like I'll go on overload. You know, there's a concert every night and then there's this every night. I like. I'm more of like a you know, blue collar dude anyway. So for me, I also thought, well, oh God, Burlington's so damn far up there for a lot of people like in Springfield or, you know, New Hampshire or Claremont or whatever. So I said, let's do something more central. So we are officially um, moving our show in 2018 to the Barry Civic Center. We'll be moving Vermont Comic-Con for its fifth year. But we're also going to be adding a lot of bonuses. Um... I mean, some of it is financial. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what the hell I just ate, but damn, I got a frog in my throat. But uh, we are moving it. We are going to have quite a big difference between what you know as Vermont Comic Con and the new and improved that will be in Barry. So, for example, 
now that that's confirmed. And we will announce it at Great Mountain as well for those of you who aren't paying attention to the show until afterwards or until you meet him at the show and you'll love these guys. Except for Scott. He's kind of a douche. Yeah. You know, no, Scott's good. <laughs> no, he's a douche. He's, I mean, he's dead, so we don't have to worry about him. I'm not getting killed in the venue price in Barry, so I can afford to pass it on to my, my attendees, my exhibitors. So we are going to have our tickets be 25% less in Barry next year than they are in Burlington. We are going to have our exhibitor tables 50 to 75 bucks off of what they are currently. We're going to have bigger celebrities like you know people like Sam Jones. That's kind of a teaser. It's almost a done deal, but uh, that caliber of person. We're going to have bigger guests than we've ever had. Not too many, like the same three or four that we normally have, but they'll be a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger tier of guests. Um, and we're going to have um, more space because we'll have a basketball arena with a base with a downstairs. I'll call it the base with the down. The basement um, and then we'll have a hockey arena. So there's, I can have food trucks out there that I can't have in Burlington. I can have a full-on bar up there that I can't have in Burlington. But I can have. They really let me do whatever the hell I want to be creative. So in my estimation, 2018 will, will turn out to be the show that I've always wanted to do, but haven't done yet. So it's uh, the whole town's behind it. I mean, I love Barry because of that fact. I mean, let's face it: the bigger the city, the less of an impact you're really going to make on people and places. Um, you know, you go to Burlington, you're another board on the ass. You're like, oh, I got a show. Oh, I have a fucking million shows, man. I, I got I have, I own this, or I own that, or I have these 20 shows. But in Barrie, they really need the economic impact. They're a good community. They're a hardworking community, and they're they're very much a they're like a knitted sweater, man. They're they're really together um, as a community. So I've I've learned who these people are and what makes them tick and what they like and you know find out what kind of people they really are. <clears throat> and I've, I've learned that that area, and it's it's not very exclusive, but just from my experience, you know, Burlington, I'm, I'm literally just the one guy in a crowded street. I get calls from them saying, hey, is there anything, what can we do to help? You know, what can we do? I mean, that, that's, that makes the biggest difference when people say, look, I, this is a, we, we were, we're excited about this show, but what can we do to be a part of this? I, I love it. The more people that think about it, the more ideas you have, and and the more creative you're allowed to be, especially if you have less restrictions. And it's, it could be a Burlington, you know, um, law, or it could be a Sheraton thing, or whatever. And, you know, it's been fun having shows this year, and I'm still going to have the steampunk show there in the fall, in November. Um, but we are going to move all comic-related shows down to Barrie because I can provide a more central location, cheaper prices for the exhibitor and the attendee, uh, just more value to the show as well, and a bigger venue, more central, man. I mean, that's kind of the way to go. Yeah, and I see that, uh, you know, Comic-Cons in general or, you know, conventions in general are destination-based things anyway. It's not like you're just going to necessarily get people wandering on the street like a bar or something like that where you need it to be in, like, the biggest uh, uh, urban area in a certain state. Like, people are just going to travel to go to this thing. They they travel to go to it in Burlington. People from Burlington are going to travel to Barry to go see it, you know, things like that. It's it's not as much of a uh, uh, just a wander-by. A lot of people will see it. They will make plans to go and hopefully funnel just as many, if not more, people down into the yeah into, into Barry and give them the the economy that uh, or the economic impact that you were talking about. And to be completely honest, the five, uh, the five or six thousand people who went on the plus half of them that still had had a show in my, by myself because I'll never stop improving. It's something I force myself to just you know evolve and make better things happen. Or you know whether it's a better floor plan or you know bigger more selection of vendors or. Whatever, something to bring more value to the show, lower prices. Um, I mean, hell, 
<clears throat> you know, th there are so many things you can do to fine tune a show to begin with, but having the opportunity to keep doing that year after year and also changing the date, which is the one I wanted, which is September. You know, I wanted September and I could not get that in Burlington. Uh, no matter how much I tried, it was, uh, you know, not, not their fault either. They have people that are just kind of there every year doing their thing. So I said, if I really want September, I'm, I'm going to go to Barry. And, you know, I, I do like Burlington. Hell, I've, I've had a ton of fun the last three or four years in Burlington. You know, I'll still do shows there. It's just not going to be where my, my flagship show is. I, I just think this is the right area. And if I got half the crowd, <clears throat> it wouldn't matter to me, actually. It honestly would not matter to me. As long as I keep putting on the best show I can put on, I, I, I have no freaking control over the, over the crowd. If people want to show up, they'll show up. If I have a show, maybe they'll show up, maybe they won't. You're never going to know that. You're, you're, because the other thing I, I don't complain I have about the monsters as a whole is that they don't they, they don't ever really pre-buy their tickets. So it's a fucking nightmare. Every day I wake up going, oh my god, how many zeros are in this number and there's nothing in front of this number? Um, you know, they don't ever pre-buy They're kind of last-minute folks, which is a good one because they just save money not buying it online. Uh, and then they'll also give me a fucking heart attack on the other hand. So, I mean... It is kind of a catch-22, but I have a lot of love for the community. I actually am so glad that I started this business. I didn't think we'd get past year one, and here we are year four in Burlington, and you know, year one in Barrie. It's crazy. I mean, it, But it's cool because I had never really set foot much in Vermont before that, except for, like, you know, I went to the Pickle Barrel in 1998 to see the specials kind of thing. Um, you know, that's about as Vermont as I knew, and, like, oh, it was a great... There was a great bar up there, and I got wasted and watched this couple Smash shows. You know, that's about how much I knew about Vermont. But learning it, I wish I'd come here two decades ago. I mean, this is such a great place. I mean, and also, I know I'm rambling, but I want to give a shout out on this show real quick um, because there's a guy who I met year one who has been an artist at our show right along, and he actually had comic shows in the '80s up in uh, in Burlington. Um, Greg Giordano, who's a good friend of mine, real good brother in the community. Uh, he's the head of the Vermont Comic Creators, a great art ambassador, somebody that I really love just talking to on a daily basis or you know weekly basis whenever we get to talk. Um, because I see, you know, he, he sees me through different eyes than other people. He knows what it takes to be a promoter. I mean, he showed me his old, like, 1987 flyer. We're talking before social media, before internet. You know, he made this show happen. And he had, like, Peter Laird and Eastman. I was like, Fuck, man, that's, that's like an amazing item. I mean, yeah, we got Bradshaw and Layton and people like that. But that's, that's from 1987? That's that's the beach and oh my god, these are all guys that, you know, I, I grew up reading. I was loving their art. So, I mean, shout out to him. From, he was actually Green Mountain Comic Con back in the one seat. Um, so, shout out to him for being actually like the first dude in Vermont to do it. But, you know, when I started the show, I had no advanced knowledge that he actually did one before. Because it wasn't a very big thing on social media. But. No, man. I mean, I think the biggest thing I want people to know, uh, never listen to Lost Home Podcast because Jay will talk for everyone he's on. Um, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. But yeah, there's things that will go into these shows. And, you know, I'm happy for everybody that comes in that has a good time. Uh, and they, not just the geek community as a whole, man. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I got to say, uh, even uh, speaking for Scott, God rest his soul. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I do have to say, speaking for him uh, and uh, me at uh, at Lost at Home Podcast, we're really, uh, 
really happy that we get to be we a part of this. We've been a part of it for uh, since the second year anyway. So um, we're really, really excited to uh, actually be the uh, part of the first one of these uh, these new ones here. And uh, looking forward to that this Saturday and Sunday, uh, Green Mountain Comic Expo. Um, everybody out there who uh, has not already bought tickets, because nobody out there uh, is listening that uh, pre-buys them anyway, just go ahead and show up and buy tickets and make uh, make Jay feel a hell of a lot better about all the hard work he's done. And uh, and have a great time. Jay, I want to say thanks again for being on the podcast. Once again, uh, we'll be talking to you probably again this fall as we go into you know more of the season. And if you ever want to shout out some of the other, even if we're not there, you can always come on our show and uh, and, and shout out any of the stuff that you have to say. So yeah. Also, I, I would recommend that people listen to your back issues or old episodes. Back issues, I like to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one for Comic Con last year <clears throat> where Scott and and the, the man of the hour here were talking about like you know selling my sperm to make super promoters and things like that. It was really funny, and I recommend it to everybody because I've, I've heard it a couple times since through other people going. Did you hear? This whole interview with you and what they said, I was like, yeah, dude, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> like, that was the point, yeah. Like, it, it wasn't like you said that off air and we we're like, oh, no, we better not play that, yeah. Oh, dude, it was it was phenomenal. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, that, this is why I love this show because I can go on here and act like an a-hole. It, you know, it, I can be myself. Scott, I was just about to say you can be yourself and you beat me to it. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's no holds barred here at Lost and Home Podcast. It's no holds barred at uh, Molten Conventions. Everybody pop in this uh, Saturday and Sunday and check out uh, the whole thing and stop by and say hello to me and Scott. And, of course, uh, Jay, you'll be able to find him uh, wandering around uh, feverishly trying to make sure everything's working and uh, doing a great job at it. Thanks again, Jay. You got it, man. Anytime. All right. Thanks again, Jay Moulton, for giving us some insight on Green Mountain Comic Expo and some information on the upcoming Vermont Comic Cons. And uh, I guess with that, we are ready to go into our special debate. Welcome to the first ever Lost at Home debate. We are sitting here with Jeremiah. Hello, everybody. And Nicholas. Howdy. And we are going to talk Trump. Yeah, I can't wait. The Lost at Home podcast does not affiliate itself with your Jeremiah or Nick's opinions or my own. So don't don't write in. Yeah, don't, don't just don't talk. Just don't, don't talk email to us. us. Don't tweet us. Just we, fuck yourself. Yeah, this, this is a political thing. We're gonna do this the way we want to do this. Just don't get heated under the collar if you're pro Trump and you listen to our show. Just enjoy what you're about to hear. If you are pro Trump, you should side with me because I today am pro Trump because I am a whore and I don't care yeah. about things. So I'm just decided to be pro Trump today. And Nicholas, I'm pretty is sure that people are gonna write you emails. Possibly. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's possible. It, well, or tweets this. and, and what do people, yeah. we, people Twitter us. Right? Twit, you guys get they do. You guys get more twatted. than most. We get twatted often. Yeah, we okay. get twatted. Uh, nice. We often twatted. Now, Nick, your viewpoint is anti-Trump. My viewpoint is gonna be anti-Trump. Yeah. today. Thank and you, I am, Scott. It, it, and I am uh, saying that uh, Trump is pretty great. He's been doing a lot of great things for the country. He's been making America great again. All right. I have a list of bullet points here that we're going to go through, and both of you are going to give your you, opinions. You have you nothing of the like. <laughs> I have a list in front of me, and I don't know why you're saying that. <laughs> Maybe in your head you've got a bullet points. Okay. Oh, oh, all right. So uh, so pose a question to, to one of us, I guess, right? And immigration. To who? To who? Is that a question? Okay. Chair, to you. Immigration. Uh, how about this? Can I just go, boo? All right. Solid points. <laughs> Nicholas. So I think, you know, first of all, Boo! we all know that this country Solid was point founded. Jared. Nicholas. <laughs> we all, yeah. No, I know how Take. these debates go. I've done a couple of them. 
Um, Jeremiah, the fact is, points, is that points off for bragging. You know, <laughs> the documentation that I have uh-huh. shows that actually you came into this country illegally in 1983 when uh, you know. Oh, for my mom's pussy. When my when my mom fucked yeah, that. Yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, she fucked that Muslim. But but she 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 fucked the Muslim. But she and got then, an abortion. But. Well, no, she, she. It didn't work though. Cause no, it didn't here. take. It didn't take. Yeah, and the reality is, I'm the product that, of a botched like, abortion. Go brought that know. one in. Points, Jeremiah. No, points, Jeremiah. Yes. I, 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 yes. <laughs> I, t- I, I, uh, I happen to know, and I have it sitting in front of me. Documentation that uh, I can see that. I she was trying to. You got She was trying to come into the country illegally. And my mom, my mom was yeah, yeah. from Canada, from yeah. Canada. Not, well, she, yeah. like, like a good country. She was, not she was a bad coming country. in. Well, no, but she was coming out on a Horan visa. But, yeah, yeah, she was a Horan visa. Th- those are those are yeah, those are decent visas. Yeah, they're tough to get. Hard to get. And hard to get. They're Point not, Scott. They're actually not that hard to get when you Horan around. Well, you suck a dick for one. Yeah, it's literally yeah. the application. You suck a dick and you, you get across the fucking can, border. Can do that, and, yeah. and and that's the great thing about our system. Anyone I just want to say is that my mom, as a young immigrant, could suck a dick and get across the border just yeah. like any other young immigrant sucking dicks. So, it's a fucking but, land but, of opportunity. But I did, but That's what I want to protect. Here, here's the thing I want to ask you, Jeremiah. Is oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. The reality is, is that you were like, you know, an abortion. You, you, what? Yeah, but it didn't take. And the thing that happened is like it spat you across the border like it, it was like a you know tennis ball machine where it was like, Ooh, that is a good thing to bring up and in fact we're gonna ease our way into our next thing drugs since they're building these catapults to shoot drugs over the border if we have a wall is it gonna stop drugs or aborted babies from being shot out of their mom's pussies uh, over the wall attempted aborted babies by the way please exactly but let's move on to drugs okay okay uh nick i guess you're up oh okay well, I think drugs are great. Points, Nick. Chair. <laughs> um, uh, I fucking I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, I agree. We're, we're, we're making progress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna be on the middle of the aisle on this one. Um, no, but here, but but what you're getting at here, I'm gonna pivot. Um, and I don't think politicians usually tell you that they're gonna pivot, but that's where like I'm turning different. a catapult back at your own country. Drugs exactly. for everybody. And here's the thing: um, is 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 that you're talking about uh, 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 shooting drugs over a wall and whether or not the wall will work exactly to get those are, drugs. Mexico already has catapult technology. I'm saying the wall's not gonna stop. No, that. and what I'm saying is I actually They have catapult technology? Yes. Yeah. Mexico oh, is shit. literally fourteen hundred England. Yeah. They they they, they wow. finally dug into like the sixteenth century or something like that by now. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried it. to build a catapult? I've wanted to do that for they some look, time they now. They look difficult. There's like a counterweight thing you got to go. Yeah, they do the you thing where physics. it's like, like you do the counterweight and I the sling comes around. I didn't even know Mexicans knew physics. It was great. But they can actually measure that shit where it's landing. Mexicans can? No, probably not Mexicans. No, I don't but, think so. But if Americans tried, they probably could. They totally get yeah, it. Yeah. In Mexico, it's a lot of trial and error. Let's, yeah. at least, let's all assume here they don't know yeah. physics, math. Distance or spatial relations. And they just inherited a catapult yeah. from somebody. Think, oh, man. Oh, no, no, no. They, they figured out the catapult. They, they got good. that one. They're crafty. They're, they're, Rem- <laughs> remember, Jesus was a carpenter. That's Moving true. on. Third bullet point. Okay. Religion. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. Well, you're opening up a big old can of uh, everything I care about right here. First of all, did you know that uh, dinosaurs, right? 
and uh, you, did, you didn't have any verbs or <laughs> adjectives. Yeah, or, you know that like, No, okay. You're not even Jesus. making your point when First you just all, say Jesus. dinosaurs. I mean, uh, like Jesus. dinosaurs are real. Jesus was not real. We know that. That's scientifically proven by NASA. Uh, that was alternatively scientifically proven. No, I think NASA by showed alternating, that. Uh, Did NASA. you read that press conference where they were like, "We have three planets," and I, Jesus wasn't real? I didn't bother reading that because it's fake news. Well, and I don't read you know, fake news because I like to actually stay informed, Nick. Well, I think the problem with what you call fake news is that you know you need to think about these things. Think about fake news. I'm not gonna think about fake th- anything. I don't think and about uh, fake tits. I don't, oh wait, no, now I am. Fake tits are fucking great. I am too. Jesus, Mid- yeah. m- middle of the aisle. Can we get points? Middle of the aisle. Points yeah. to both of you. Right. I like this. Right. I like man. This. We should just be elected president. I right think I, we can actually find a middle of ground. What so far? Drugs and fake tits. Fake we're tits. Pretty good on dr- t- tits, drugs, and rock. And roll. Let's talk about rock and roll. Not are, on my point sheet. Are you Moving telling on. the moderator what to talk about? I don't think you are. Points chair for defending the moderator. Negative points for Nick for telling the moderator what to do. Yeah, that's right. Sucking up. I don't even know what the count is yet, but what's the next bullet point? Yeah, what's the next, next bullet, bullet point? Next bullet point. Russia. Well, here's the thing. is uh, Russia has been an ally of ours since the beginning of time. We've never had any problems with them, and I don't know why we have to start. Point chair for flawless logic. Yeah, no, I think you know Vladimir Rasputin is pretty fucking good at what he does, and it's sad that we have a guy now in office as president of the United States that can't hold a fucking torch to that guy because you know he's he he's ex KGB. His whole thing is Trump is too. What not Trump is ex KGB. He is. Yeah, he is. Oh. Um. Well, that totally changes. I'm, I'm literally waiting to see that where this totally goes. Changes. No, it's a Home exclusive. I don't know if anybody knows that. But. that yeah. Okay, right. so continue. I'm going to let you talk. No, continue. Continue. No, I want to know more about Trump being ex-KGB. He used to be in the KGB. Is that, that therefore it? ex-KGB. What yeah. else do you need to know? Okay. No, I, I actually don't believe that. I think that's alternative facts, Jeremiah, because That's an alternative Trump alternative fact. It means it's a real fact. Dumb to be in the KGB. That's what he wants. The KGB to think. That's how was fucking actually good he is. very capable of their job. That's how good he is. Right. He wants to make you think he's like, oh, I'm such a doofus. But he like underneath the surface, he's fucking like, blah blah blah. That's a uh, uh, yeah. But for the listener at home, Jared just did a uh, dance move and a sound effect to accompany it. Yeah, it, it was well done. Yeah, Trump was a great point, point KGB, chair. a great KGB break dancer. Here's the thing that's gonna happen with Donald Trump. He's going to go two years, and either Congress is going to get sick of him, Republican Congress, mm-hmm. or uh, Bannon's going to get sick of him. Or, or Bannon's going to get sick of him. Yeah. That's what you sound like. Yeah, no. I, Points it, Jeremiah I, for Seriously, that's the way the guy impersonation. is. impersonation. He's like, I'm a little confused Bannon. why he mispronounced Obama's name, but we're going to move on. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> Um, Stephen O. o-, o- no o- comment O-Bannon? as to O-Bannon? the O-Bama liquor consumption Steven? that's happened already. No. Hey, no. you know what I think would be a good Snickers commercial? You know those Snickers next, commercials? You, you're reading off his bullet points. He's reading off my bullet <laughs> yeah. points. I was going to ask him, what would make a great Snickers commercial? I would like to hear is, this. Is if you better have Donald Trump's bottle. going off and being an, Donald Trump, being an asshole, and then somebody gives him a Snickers bar. And then he turns into Obama. Uh, people are like, oh, that's points, better. Points, Nick. Hey, All guys, right. I need to take a leak. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. 
All right, well, Nick is out of the room. We are gonna take a moment for the moderator to say his piece. If you're, uh, if you're having a cold, cold hard day, and uh, things just aren't going your way, drink Svedka. New sponsor of Lost and Own Podcast. Please, Svedka. Please, Svedka. Sponsor us. We Otherwise, s- we're going to talk a lot of shit about your product. We so drink- th- we're literally holding like a, 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 what do you call it? The, the, the pendulum. We're holding a pendulum over your head, over your shaved, bald head, and we're going we're gonna to drop it slowly if you don't sponsor us, but with our words. And I, I and I swear to you, the like the uh, all the all the terrible things I was saying had nothing to do with your product. No, no, no. Svedka is neither racist nor leaves an aftertaste. It might be Russian though. It is a Russian vodka, which we are fine with at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell out to Russia for vodka. For now, we're yeah, okay, we're with, okay with Russia. With we'll we're skip another we're minute. We're okay with their vodka. You know, actually, this is a product of Sweden. It's a Sweden vodka. Bork, bork. Yeah. Yeah, it's vodka. Actually, that's stupid. Why I didn't know that? Because one first, it says imported Swedish vodka. Uh, the other, and then is, the Swedish flag right on the front. I don't know a Swedish flag. It's certainly not, it isn't a Russian flag. It, it's not a Texas flag. It's not a Chilean flag. Which Call are very back. similar. Um, but no, Svedka, That seems like Sweden, right? Yep. It has an S and an E and a D in it. Uh, well, I guess at this point in the show, we're waiting for Nick to get back, and we're done with our sponsor. We're gonna take a quick call. Yeah, uh, how's it going? Yeah. No, no, I'll be I'll be back home in a few minutes. Yeah, no, I'm just finishing up this podcast. Oh, no, no, it's going good. It's going good. Yeah. Oh, milk? Uh, 2% or 1? Okay, okay, yeah. Um, all right, I'll be back in a little bit. All right, that was a great call. That, yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, we don't usually do on-air calls, but I'm no. glad we did that one. That was good. That was a little was refreshing good. and fun. It brings you're a new gonna, dynamic to the show. Why don't you're you guys get, do on-air calls? You're gonna, you're we gonna just get did some, one. You're going to get some milk? Yeah, no, but like you should have it plugged into the computer so people can hear it. I was told to get the uh, the 1%, like the people who matter. Ooh, okay. Tip in your cap. I know I know which way to go here. All right, what's the next question? What's on your bullet point? Next bullet point. The 1%. The best or the worst? best well i think bernie sanders had an amazing point when he said moving on bullet point number <laughs> just kidding. let may, the man speak you can speak <laughs> i actually didn't know where i was going so, <laughs> thank, like, you. I was thank, you. thank you for you me. He, he said something like this uh, uh, one, one, one percent uh, one percent get all of this and the uh, 98 percent get all that and uh oh uh, and then the guy over there is uh he's taking all that and uh, uh crazy hair is that something like what your fucking boy that didn't win he he came in second to the other loser. How do you that make you feel about your boy? The boy is pretty good. I mean, he's the biggest asshole on the planet. All right, yeah, yeah. That's what you got to do. Except for succeed. he's not because Donald Trump is the biggest. asshole I was gotta say, on you're comparing him to, to yeah. my boy, and I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is the best asshole. Yeah, I have the he, best he, asshole. He's definitely the best asshole. It's I'll got a little ring of, of tan, that's, that's and then a white ground. circle. For Speak. some, I bleached but part of listen, it and tanned the other part. It, it's important. I bleached it so I could tan it. He Look. calls it changing his ringtone. You know, it's important. <laughs> I think it, it's unbelievable. That was good. It's unbelievable what the Washington <laughs> Post you and saving that one up. <laughs> the New York Times and actually even CNN, yeah, even yeah, Fox News are saying. I mean, they are defending the right of the press to be free, which is a very important staple of our democracy and the you reality like Chris is Christie's stomach staples yeah wait he's on my staples, side I should be saying sta- that, yeah, yeah it's kind of it's kind of like that 
even Christie's bashing him, dude. Of Even course. Christie's bashing well, him. Well, okay, yeah. here, here's the thing. Christie's bashing him because Trump realized Christie was a loser, and he finally pushed him to the side and said, you're fired. And then now Christie's like, well, yeah. but I'm fat. And then he's like, you shouldn't fat shame. Speaking of Christie, we're on to our next bullet point. Chris Christie's out for dinner. He can order the meatloaf, the fettuccine, or the sirloin steak. Which does he fuck, marry, or kill? Oh. I think he marries the sirloin As immediately. I would. Yeah, as Points. I would too. Yeah, um, he kills the fettuccine because, like, what fucking you pouring milk on pasta? <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> Do you and know then, you go- <laughs> this is a hard stance against fettuccine here. <laughs> you heard it here first. And he fucks the other one. I don't Meat remember loaf. what it was. Meatloaf. Yeah, fuck right. meat. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, all right. Well, that's, that's like, like, that's like I, I challenge baked, you. It's to like do an oven baked flashlight. This is this this is okay. First of all, I I, I I start out agreeing with you in the first in in the first point is he attempts to fuck the meatloaf and has a heart attack and doesn't get to the other two because he's fat. Points, Jer. Oh, come on. You got points, too. Don't come cry. Come on. No, it's, it's, equal, it's equal points. He's we're, pandering. We're, we're at midnight right now. These, these are fake points. They, you don't are, even know what we these, have for points these, yet. These uh, fake points are even faker for him, I hope, because he's an idiot. Speaking of fake right? news. Points to me for him making fun of me. How do you guys feel about fake news? Uh, I mean, like, like CNN and Politico I actually and have Washington a, Post. Uh, I fucking absolutely abort. A Twitter handle called Nickopedia. <laughs> Actually, we can promote that right now. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's been updated anytime soon, but Nick actually has Nickopedia, which Nick is so good at is spreading. It fake facts? Yeah, the, the, basically. No, but think no, about no. it. It's not like how you they're, they're not, No, no. They're not <laughs> the fake that Nick in, in, in should the be election, real. like swaying the election no, no, sense. These are, these are it's things, just the way I perceive the world. Yeah. Right, like how you make fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, you pour milk on noodles. It's not exactly, you know. It's not exactly. <laughs> Wonder maybe why he's not cook anymore. It's not exactly maybe the way other people perceive the world. I think it's just fettuccine cereal. I don't think that's the same thing. Fettuccine cereal, but like no, but no, Nickopedia. Italians watch when they watch their early morning cartoons. Oh, that's good. No, but Nickopedia started pretty much because like Nick would just make up shit to try to prove a point that we all knew it was bullshit. So we all, yeah, it, like it, so he created Nickopedia out of it. So people should check out Nickopedia on Twitter, actually. I like yeah. that. It's pretty good. I like that. Point yeah. for the shout out to his page. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. listen, listen to that. I fucking love you, the favorite. You're going to go see some stuff that I was really brilliant about in 2014. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Enjoy the enjoy the Twitter. You'll know it's him feed. because he's the egg. He's got <laughs> he's got his profile pic. Is and the by the egg. way, it's not the racist. There's also a Nickipedia that's this big racist asshole. That's not me. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're the there's exact same one. handle, but there's definitely two yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. And they, <laughs> you know, they populate the same feed, but one of them is definitely not me. <laughs> it's not me when I'm drunk and shouldn't be saying those things. <laughs> I got hacked, you know. Speaking of hacking, yeah, next right. bullet point. Trump was a fire, I don't know, I'm trying to think, really angry over the golden showers leak, if you will. I didn't, oh, I didn't want to put those two on. words together. Come but on, don't I be so to. cheap, man. Don't, don't, don't. Now, now if, don't. One, if one of you had a gimme celebrity, someone who you would allow to give you a golden shower because of their fame, pick a person. Tom Cruise. Beyonce. That was way too fast. Points for Nick for being slower. 
<laughs> and less creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because that's yeah, I took his answer, like, so we had to think of a new one. <laughs> Beyonce is a strong black woman that can piss on me anytime Honestly, that she I would, wants. I would accept Beyonce's piss in a heartbeat. I, yeah. as the Honestly, moderator, I, think Beyonce is overrated. I would drink. No, I'd actually, we were talking earlier today about the fact that we actually think somebody like Lady Gaga or Sia is actually, I would say, uh, more talented overall. It has been scientifically somebody. proven yeah. that Lady yeah. Gaga's urine is a lot like the blood of the xenomorphs in the movie Alien. Is that right? You would not want to be peed on by her. I do want to be peed on by her. They, I, would, they, I, would, they, I would actually get peed on by Lady Gaga. That there would be there are fun. grown men who look like they kissed a blender because of her. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> 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 I mean... <laughs> I'd be, pee, I'd be peed on by all those people. I, you know, honestly, I, pee's not, whatever, pee, man. As long as you don't eat some asparagus first, like, I'm fine with it. Just pee on me if you want. All right, next bullet point. Trump wants to crack down on marijuana. It's a bad drug, he says. It's a gateway drug. What do you guys say? I say it's a gateway drug. It leads immediately to OxyContin. OxyContin has been leading to the opioid abuse in our country. That is a fucking problem for everybody right now and the fact that we won't nip it in the bud by trying to get rid of people doing marijuana is just a travesty. I don't know why we don't get this thing at the source. Democrats will love to say, oh, no, this is great. We don't need a gateway. It's not a gateway drug or anything like that. But then they're like, oh, opioid abuse is a terrible thing. But they won't actually like uh, tackle it at the source. Uh, for the listener at home, Jer is cutting lines of crushed up Oxycontin in front of him while describing this. Um, he seems excited. Uh, Nick, do you have a rebuttal while he does his lines? I do. I gotta calm down. You need to chill out, dude. I'm working on it. I got fucking 40 of Oxys, man. How do you feel about drugs? And their criminalization under a Trump regime. I think drugs are a problem in our country, and I think we need to... Oh, tough, tough stance. I think we... Yeah, no, it's a tough stance. I think we need to focus on making sure that we are treating the people that need to be treated, and we are prosecuting the people that need to be prosecuted. Oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah, give me a little bit of that. (laughs) Well, well, these guys get their heads clear. But we're gonna, I also uh, think I oh. also think uh, that marijuana is not a drug. I think marijuana is a uh, stimulant that people take, and uh, that's drug-like in nature. It's it no, it's, it it affects your body. It changes your chemistry. Like a drug, I yeah makes, makes you grow boobs. But the fact of the matter is that's, that's is that it right. is the most so, yeah. mellow thing. That people can do. So that makes it not and a And I enjoy it. I would say the other mellow thing people could do is like, uh, you know, uh, fucking opium. You know? That would make you yeah, way more that's mellow. Yeah, but that, that's mellow. different yeah. because you get, you get hooked on that and it sucks your soul out of your body. I lost my dad to a marijuana addiction. That's not true, Well, Jeremiah. No, because, well, you'll be... <laughs> He was like you did. He got really dad. high, and you were at the mall, and you couldn't find him for an hour. Well, he yeah. was in one of those you're, skinny clothes racks in the middle yeah, of hiding. Yeah, he, he was no, no, no. He was your he was, dad he was dropped you off at my house last figure, week because like he couldn't figure out how to get to out of one of those like revolving doors for like fucking three hours. <laughs> it was like perfect strangers the beginning, and you were there the whole time. You just didn't want to help him. He needs to help himself. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Dad, you got to get yourself out of this mess. He's like, Who are you? Yeah, and I had to page him. I had to page my own dad in the mall when I was six because he was so high. And my mom was, was there. He was a big Doctor Who fan. I think he thought it was the TARDIS. It is bigger on the inside. I've been running for hours and I've never <laughs> left it. And my and my, my mom was there just fucking just blowing dudes. Well, you got to get that Macy's discount somehow. 
That's how yeah, you get dude, the coupons. I love your mom. The, the good coupons. Everyone is, uh, does. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's a, she's a revolving door of her own. Because she lets her pussy out to all my friends. She's also like the TARDIS because she's bigger on the inside. That's right. She's very large on the inside, mostly because she's been stretched out by all my friends. And you know what it's like to walk, get and home from school? that's why he likes Donald Trump, to ladies get home and gentlemen. From I do know what it's like to, to get clear. home from school. <laughs> and see your mom fucking all your friends. And you were after school uh, doing charity work. Doing so were your friends. Work. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. Sure. My mom did post on the community bulletin board, need fucking after school hours, will accommodate your schedule. Yep. Yep. I didn't expect all my friends to join. What I liked is that she did a fair trade system. They came over and fucked her, and then she went and mowed their lawns. That's right. Yeah. She literally mowed their lawns. Literally. And that's when I was like, my mom's a whore. She's mowing lawns for dick now. Jesus. <laughs> 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 That's when it well, becomes real. Uh, yeah. It's when mowing lawns for dicks is, is when the problem is. I'm glad that we got there with Donald Trump because oh, we got we got honestly, we got five minutes left here. We got we're we're oh we're, this is a thirty minute done? show or an hour. It's just, I guess I guess honestly it doesn't matter. It's as long as we want to make it. So how many bullet points you got, Scott? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm halfway more. through. Okay, all right, perfect. All right, moving on. Next bullet point: abortion in America. That's right. Yeah, you know the Republican right does not like killing babies until they're old enough to hold a gun and shoot someone in the sand. Your guys' viewpoints, Nick. First, I think if you're gonna have an abortion, you should actually do it right. Because if that had happened, we wouldn't have Jeremiah debating me right now. Could you give me a description so, of a right abortion? How would well, a uh, when, good abortion when you go? actually kill the fetus? Kill. Oh, kill! So you're you're admitting that you're killing a human life by doing a, performing an abortion? Yeah, he's playing fuck Mary kill with one person. No, you I'm fuck actually her, you marry her and then you kill. I'm the actually baby. just saying that I think that you should have <laughs> been an abortion. You you should have been killed in the abortion attempt. That's all. But I'm but saying. but by, by by using the word killed, you are admitting that there is a human life involved, and by doing that, you're saying that that abortion is technically murder, and that's actually proving our point. Where we're not talking about whether or not women have a right to choose what they do over their own body or anything like that. We're saying women don't have a right to choose. Life or death over another human being. You're and equating I, an abortion I, I think to he just, murder. It is. It is, and he just did he, as well. He just spoke for me, actually. All right, we all because agree that every time you have an abortion, is, you're is murdering that. someone, and I'm pro murder. So points to both of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've had three kids, and the reality is, and is almost that none. Why, you, why were you just counting on your fingers? <laughs> when when you see the when when you see the He's still counting. When you see the fetus, you know, after three months, and you're holding that's it in a your hand, real, it looks really small. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And course, the reality yeah. is, is it that is I don't think anybody goes into these decisions haphazardly or bluntly or anything My like mom that. Did. I think it is the hardest thing. It was literally thing. in her letter. It's she the was like, hardest decision that people come up with. And the reality is, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. is that when you know there's a fetus that has the dna fingerprint of a fingernail right yeah it's yeah. not a person it's not it's just not i mean you can call it what you want but it's not now, okay for, and, for one of the things and, i want to okay and the reality is is that i don't think i don't think that abortions should be taken lightly at all i don't think third term abortions should be legal and they're not but the reality hard is hard stance to take there. 
the reality is is that you know it is the right of a woman to take control of her body and you know if it's not time to have a baby she can have an abortion i would like to i think I would that like to, is important i'd like to rebut in that. our society i'd like to rebut that in two ways one uh, i would like to disagree with one of the things you said because every year on my birthday card my mom says i tried to have an abortion and i tried to have it haphazardly and bluntly so that actually goes against one of the things you said because she did she she had it haphazardly and she was like i she right every year she's like i wished not you, on your actual birthday, but on the day she tried aborting you, which yeah, is yeah. a couple weeks before. Well, that's what she calls... She calls you were yeah. a nine-month birth, Yeah, she calls it her, was like eight months in she tried aborting you, yeah. so it's weird to get that card a month I, early. Well, I get the abortion birthday card uh, where she like tried to get it's me out. It's a good reminder that a month from then is your birthday. Yep, and uh, <laughs> that's true, and then she sends me nothing. Uh, <laughs> but but the, the, the other thing about that is a I Xerox say... of the bill it, for the original abortion? And I, I, well, yeah, I had to pay her back. Um... The uh, reimburser for the failed abortion because she blamed it on me. And, uh, you know, hey, listen, I, I, I take care of my, my family and stuff like that, so I paid her back. Um, but I would also like to point out that maybe women just shouldn't be so so such sluts. I think based on... <laughs> I'm going to let I'm that comment to speak first right now. over. <laughs> I think based on Nick's points about what it's like to see an ultrasound, there should be a candid camera type show where they pull pranks on women who go in yeah. and look at their, their ultrasound. And, and I, show, show, I, them, show them like a litter of puppies yeah. and be like, you're having quadruplets. And they're like, that's not even a number. <laughs> Can, can, can I break the fourth wall for a second and, and reiterate to our listeners that I am taking a pro-Trump stance and don't agree with anything I'm actually it's saying? It's probably good you do that about every Please. ten minutes. I don't agree with anything I'm actually saying, by the you way. You even got the, uh, the, you know, the anti-Trump. What, what you guys, yes. what you guys <laughs> too. need to find is a, is a true conservative. you got to find that. In, in Vermont? Like, uh, and let me debate him. It'd be fun. It'd it be would, fun. it would, it would, it yeah. would, it would. Uh... Yeah, but it wouldn't be comedy. It would just be it would just be Bill Maher, you know, which isn't yeah. comedy because that guy's not funny. That guy gets a <laughs> lot of clicks, I bet. Yeah. No, the, the thing is, I watch Bill Maher every single week, and every time I watch him, like, you're so not funny. Shut up. Stop laughing at yourself. You're the only one in the audience laughing. <laughs> Seriously. Fuck you, Bill Maher. But also, uh, you have a great show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Oh, that Scott. wasn't that me? No, it wasn't yeah. you, Scott. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Thank I, was, you. I wouldn't say that about Bill Maher. Oh, his, good, his show good, is good, garbage. Good. You he's he's no John questions? Oliver. Next bullet point, net neutrality. Should the net be neutral or should it be something besides neutral? Uh, I believe uh, uh, that... Okay, first of all, the the whole the, the word neutrality, this is something that was created by Democrats to make it sound like a terrible thing if, if, uh, if people just like, oh, oh no, we're going to allow a fast lane. We're going to let something be faster and better. I, I like highways. I like that there's a fast lane. I wouldn't be want to be stuck in the slow lane with all the other jagoffs. So, so, so net neutrality is like it sounds like such a great thing, but it's not. Here's the Points thing. chair, but I'm biased. I hate the internet. Yeah, and, and what it's you, never done anything good for anyone. And how would you like a slow internet? It would be terrible, right? I, worse than what it already is. How would you like a faster one? I wouldn't care. I don't use it either way. Great. See, I think that we need to be honest with ourselves. We live in the age of the internet, and the reality is is that you need to be on the internet all the time. You get all your information Like there. the movie Hackers. You're yeah. You're sitting on the shitter. You get your mm -hmm. information there. Like when Scooby-Doo is hacking in the movie Hackers. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Just, 
You got your horn pubs and all that. I'm not sure how relevant hackers is got to be honest with that's you. A, that's all he knows about the, the internet. Yeah. That's all he's but seen. I appreciate your point. The, Everything uh, he knows about the internet is from hackers. The internet. <laughs> he knows he knows circa nineteen ninety one fucking The the internet it's like electricity. Sweet Ulrich. It's it's like uh it's like electricity <laughs> if you merge electricity with communication. And that's a new world that we live in right now. And the reality is we need to build out infrastructure and we may, need to make that, you know, economically viable to the companies that are doing that. Mm. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we also need to make sure that people, if they're looking up fucking donkey porn or whatever it is. Ruh-roh. Have their access. Have their access. You got your email in my Google. Moving on, next bullet and point. A, you spoke about infrastructure. Hold on, actually, Trump no. wants to build a wall. Okay, should okay. we build a wall okay. around the internet? No. Can, can I go back to the internet for a second? Points take away from Jerry, but yes, we will go back to the internet. <laughs> no, no, I won't go back to it. I just want to answer your question, but in a roundabout way that goes in reverse to the other question. Points back to Jerry for being him. Honest. <laughs> um, I okay. Here's the thing. I don't. I I just don't know why people can't get their pornography the old-fashioned way. Like you, you sneak up to a neighbor's house. You take some pictures. You, you I, look at some upstairs. Honestly, God, I'm going to cut you off. I don't think you believe that. I think you're very aware of how efficient the internet is with pornography. I don't. I don't. Unless it's like in relation to like there's a couple of revenge porn things I posted. Where uh, I I would say I don't feel proud about it. For, but for the I record, do. fuck Janet. She deserved yeah. it. Well, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fucking Janet. Well, no, that's the name of the video. It's actually called <laughs> "Fuck Janet." She deserved it. Um, you can look it up on hornpub.com, and uh, it's uh, it's actually really for sale on eBay. Yeah, and actually, and she signed off on it. She actually took down the lawsuit uh, of it being revenge porn. She said, like, well, she okay. thought it was tasteful. She liked the editing too. Yeah, well, it was good. I got a lot of good cinematography, good lighting. Angle. You, you did a hell of a job on that. One. I, I was proud of my angles. Yeah, uh, I, I like the fact that you didn't get a lot of that like shitty porn angle of like the just the dude's balls slapping well, against. Well, yeah, the or the sound of the Ugh. slapping. I did my own foley work in post. Yeah, I know. I like. I know you. You. I remember like looking at your your sheet and you and oranges in sock equal. Ball slap. Only if you hit him against a water balloon. Yeah. That's, that's, only, that's only half inflated. A fully inflated I, one I doesn't knew, sound human. I knew that wasn't the sound of my own balls slapping against her ass. But because it was close. I was, because, no, because I was like, man, my balls don't sound that good slapping. That's some good acoustic. It right took there. me four hours to shave my ball hair off and then glue it to the water balloon to get the right acoustics. You are a fucking craftsman. Points for Jer for calling him a craftsman. Points for the moderator for being a craftsman. <laughs> Next, uh, next question. Next <laughs> bullet point. Trump wants to build a wall. Should we, or should we build a different wall somewhere else? I, I would love to beef up the Great Wall of China because that wall is awesome. That's a good wall. That's a good. That's wall. a good wall. Uh, Matt but, Damon yeah. loves that wall. I saw him shoot dragons from guns hidden within it this past weekend. Yeah, I, I whatever. You guys, that movie. Is I don't bullshit. understand how that movie tanked. A white man saved Asia. That's bullshit. That's how history works. It's history books. Yeah. Yeah. The reality is, is that the Chinese thought that they didn't want the aggressors coming in from the fucking north. The Mongols. And they, the horde. they built a wall right. that is visible by space. So you're saying that Trump and shouldn't build the wall to keep our southern aggressors out. Yeah, the I'm, horde. I'm saying that Asians are much smarter than we are. 
You're saying that only Asians can form a horde. Mexicans cannot. So what about actually legitimately hiring China to come over and build the wall for us? That makes a lot of sense. They came over and built our railroads, and those are still Here, running. Here's the That's problem right. with the wall. They're, they're doing if good, you, If you want to build it's a wall. a good industry. And, like, I mean, you, Low guys, speed we're, rail we're in a, Vermont, and, like, piping. we have probably crossed steady. into another country illegally, all of us, right. at one point in time, because we just drove into it. Yeah, you know what right I mean? Now. Like, yeah. that's Canada. It wouldn't happen without a wall. Like, it, yeah. I mean, Canada builds a wall every yeah. winter, but it melts in the spring. Yeah. That's the thing, I think. It's the longest border in the world, America and Canada. If we're going to build walls, let's build walls everywhere. I agree. Let's build a wall uh, across the, the Canadian border. I, I agree yeah. with you absolutely. We can meet in the middle on that one. Let's yeah. wall up New York, make it a prison. Isn't that the uh, plot of Escape, plot from, of New Escape from New York? <laughs> that John Carpenter movie? <laughs> yep. Great soundtrack. He was revolutionary. Great soundtrack. Way ahead of his time. Built, building walls before. Builds cool. <laughs> building walls around all of New York. <laughs> Next bullet point. Trump likes uh, his daughter. Um, that's creepy. Do you guys agree? I don't think it's creepy at all to I like your daughter. Say, you're amazing at bullet points for not actually having them. I did. They're, that they're just not being shown that's, to you. You don't need to good. get snarky just because I'm not sharing. I'm not. I'm not being. Snarky. I'm not sharing the points either. But do you want to know how many you have? I was complimenting. It's a negative. I would say that Fuck it's you. not. <laughs> it's, it's it's not a bad thing to love your daughter. I don't get why. Like all of a sudden, everybody's all argue like angry about the fact that this man what are we loves, talking about loves, i don't know what we're talking oh about. trump loving his daughter a oh, little bit more than other people love their yeah. daughter okay that was i think that's all. bullshit that wasn't that's the, bullshit he loves his daughter that's all there is he loves his daughter all right that's and he yeah. wants to he wants to plow it because i mean what who wouldn't want to plow ivanka yeah she's hot dude. She, she actually is really hot she's got a fine yeah. ass puss i'd fucking plow it yeah Speaking of Ivanka, fuck it speaking of ivanka pictures came out last week of her staring at justin trudeau like she wanted to fuck his brains out. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who wants to fuck Justin Trudeau? <laughs> I do. That guy is a fucking handsome These motherfucker. These questions are going south. I'm taking a leak. I'm just kidding. I'm just taking a leak. Oh, he is taking a leak, though. Uh, <laughs> I would... right, it looks like a good point of the show to take another call. Uh, Jer, I see the hotline is lighting up yep. for you. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want to take a call right now on the air, we'll jump right into that. Hello. You're on the air. Six inches. That, that is right. That is half a foot. Six inches. Two feet. Yep, that two feet is double a foot. Why are you... I think you mean to be calling Best Buy. I think you're looking for measurements. No, this is a podcast. We do podcast stuff here. That's why I started with, oh, you're on the air. I don't think that's how Best Buy answers the phone. No, not usually. They do. They do usually. I haven't called Best Buy in a while. Uh, what are you looking for? Two by four. You want me to uh, call them and, and check for first of all two by fours, and then you're asking about six inches and, and two feet. I don't know if you you're really confused on your measurements. You should be checking. Uh, okay. No, I, I can give them a call for you. All right, I'll put you through. All right, that was a great call. I'm glad we took that moment to get a listener on the air. Yeah. Um, did you get their name? No. Okay, we're gonna give a shout out to them to get them some uh, net. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. <laughs> you just looked at me and you've been moving your hands around. And you said net. <laughs> Give me some more to work on, buddy. Come on. 
<laughs> Give me something else. <laughs> you know the way to look at fire? Yeah, we're getting yeah, like, some, uh, like, yeah. uh, like a ball. Yeah, you know, it's like a thing. Ball, like a ball. And a thing, and sometimes some stuff happens, and there's a stuff. Yep. Well, before Nick comes back, let's start a new bullet point. Uh, child pornography. Overrated? <laughs> <laughs> There are some things I would just like to not answer and, and not talk about. It's hard to kill dead air when there's someone missing from the table. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know that's why. Not, I don't know why, because you and I literally just record this way, just you and I, all the time. That's true. We're usually <laughs> the two of us. Why is it something awkward without a third? Yeah. Uh, you know, we could have just given live commentary on him peeing. That's true. What are we Reese. talking about? Uh, uh, third we, bo- next bullet point. Ne- oh, pe- we're going to skip that one? We're going to skip pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to go ahead and p- skip right past that one. Oh, you guys I, are I doing plead, child porn? I, I pleaded the fifth on that one. I was like, I'm not going to fucking touch that one. All right, well, this is the end of the show. How, how do you answer that? So, I think oh, yeah, we, we have, have to we, answer our biggest question. We have one more question. Should we have a bloody revolution to depose our evil despot leader, Trump? No. Wow, you guys might agree on this because I think Jared would have said no first. No, I actually, I actually think um, I would like it if that did happen because I know that our despot leader, who is amazing and amazing, um, uh, that's right, double amazing, he would actually win and he would crush the revolution with his fist of of his tiny, tiny fist, his large, oversized fists. Uh, with the friend of his butt, uh, the help of his friend Putin, they would crush the revolution and silence it and prove to people that the Trump way is the right way. You're fired. Well done. Nick, rebuttal? I actually think that I agree with him. And I think that the reality is, is that the checks and balances that exist are incredibly important. And they are actually being exercised right now. I agree. The judiciary is like, Trump, you can't do that. The president cannot do that. And the thing I like about that, that, then the president that goes, that's yes, an important... And then like, you said, I'll see you in court, like, to the court. Yeah. Like, I, I'm worried that the thing is going to hold up. I'm worried that, like, the judiciary is going to hold up against the president. But the reality is, is we have checks and balances that work. And make sense. And I think, dude, the guy was elected. He's the president. I, he He's the president. There's no doubt about that. I would like to agree I with mean, that. I mean, we, love him or love him, he's yeah. our president. I would, I would like to agree with that. Could I agree with the fact that he is our president? You you may agree with the fact that was stated. Okay, good. Man, you guys aren't good at facts, are you? <laughs> no, that was one, and I agreed with it. It's good. Yeah, I like that. that's a good fact. I like that. <laughs> like, that was one of the best facts. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are idiots it when was, it comes to facts. It was literally one the of the Trump best facts. The Trump administration, let me just be clear. The Trump administration are idiots. They are idiots when it comes to facts, when it comes to Talking? Are they? When though? it comes to like anything, are you they? are the dumbest people on the planet. Are Jeremiah we? Johnson. Are let me we? just tell you. Are we? Because like, you, are we? You got a son. Are they? You got a son. I realize you got a son. This, but I'm gonna direct this anger at you. Are we? Yes, you are. Are they? Yes. And, th- and then you can just say, "I've proven my point." What am I? What am I? What am I? Are what they? Am I? Yeah, you could just say it forever. Uh, uh, may, may I say as the moderator that it, Nick just sounded awfully presidential there. 
awfully true. presidential. She gets points. I'm going to be president. With that kind of rhetoric, I, I hate to say it. I don't want to be swayed as the moderator, but you would have my vote. Oh, thank you. Well, mine too, actually. Just for the listeners out there, I hope you know that uh, I will never run for president because I think it's a waste of time. And uh, fuck that. I just want to listen to Sublime and smoke weed. You heard it here first. This is the first ever Lost at Home presidential debate 2017. Mm -hmm. I'd like to thank Nick on the uh, anti-Trump side. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and Jer on the pro-Trump side. Absolutely pro-Trump, yeah. For joining us today for this lively debate. I hope the listening audience took a little something home with them, learned a little something. Oh, my dick's and out. I'm sorry, my dick's out. We all saw it the entire time. We thought you knew. I, I didn't know my dick was out. I wish you guys You were doing me. lines of Oxycontin off it at one point. My dick is also but it, but that, that makes Nick it numb. was doing lines so, of Oxycontin know. off it at one point. Yeah, that, that makes it numb. I was doing uh, lines of Oxycontin off Nick's dick, and he was doing it off mine, but then it, I thought I put it away. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry I was fluffing it. the whole I'm, time to keep it rigid enough to I'm do sorry, lines I'm, off I, I do. Uh, I'm glad we're, uh, we're an audio-only podcast. So I'm now, very, uh, very sorry before we leave you, you really this week. you have to talk about this shit at the end of your podcast? Like, like, you could just not talk about it, and they wouldn't know. No, they wouldn't, but it's a it's a it's an audio medium, so to paint a picture, a visual, if you will. Okay. Uh, allows the listener to sit at home, close their eyes, and escape into yeah. a reality that is not the crushing depression <laughs> that is their life. Yeah. Your your lives are horrible, by the way, everybody. Your lives are fucking horrible. Now, we are going to do one last thing before we leave this week. We yeah, are going to tally gonna... up the points. Okay, okay, here we go. Now, Nick comes in with a solid 67 points. Good Ooh, job, Nick. Good. Very, good, good, very, very good, very good, very good. Thank you very much. And I just got to say, Donald Trump is a fucking pussy bitch motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. 69 points. That sounds presidential. Now, Jer's points come in at a... Three. Three? Three? Pretty sure I heard more than that. But, I, uh, you know, the way I was counting that, as a win, it points. seemed like it was higher. But no, I did the math, I did, the I, math works out. You have three, he has 69. But every once in a while, you would say points and then negative points, and you never told me how many points are negative points. But that makes sense. Uh, did, three. You know, three. Here's the thing. Is Nick, Nick, you had a, you had a lot of really good points, and I decided to uh, skirt facts. If Jer would like to take any consolation home from this podcast and the amount of points he has, it uh, is also the same number of balls he has. My dick so. is my dick is still I, out. I, I thought I put my dick away. Jeremiah, and I can see two of your three balls. Jeremiah should take away from this podcast is the fact that I know he he knows he's lying about everything he, that he's saying, and that's the reality that we live in. Is the guy is a liar in chief, and Me? that's what we're dealing with. No, not you, but. You're trying to back it up. Yeah, that's right. You, By you, lying. You, and just for listeners, uh, he drew the short straw. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, like I volunteered in, for the short straw. Like his dick. <laughs> I'm a bad moderator. How do you know what my dick looks like? Oh, it's been oh, out shit. the whole time. I was my fucking, I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I, I. That's the reason I'm not as high as anybody else. Because I've been snorting short little fucking lines of Oxycontin off my short little tiny dick. Very economical usage of Oxycontin. By the way, thank you to our sponsor, Svetka Vodka from Absolutely. Sweden. From Sweden. Definitely not Russia. Yeah, Sweden. And I'm, I'm really sorry for Sweden. <laughs> I'm sorry about uh, all that... Those terrorist things that happened, and uh, and a thank you to Booker's, uh, and we're sorry about the terrorist things that happened in your nice <laughs> Kentucky, <laughs> believe. <laughs> and we're out. Have a great week, everybody. Get lost. See ya.